Thank you for joining us for the very first episode of YQG and Bloom. I'm your host, Tracy Martins. In this podcast, I would like to highlight all the extremely talented people we have in the Windsor-Essex County area. We have fabulous small businesses, which include crafters, creators, and makers, and so much more. People need to know that we are more than just wineries, greenhouses, and tomatoes. So stick with us on this journey in our little corner of Ontario. The first business we are visiting today is very close to my heart. I'm a huge crafter and I love knitting and crocheting. And I'm so lucky to be here today with Diane Clinton, who is the owner and operator of The Hook Pusher. Hello. Hi, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I've been a customer for a few years now, but for people that don't know you, yes, tell me all about The Hook Pusher. Well, I have a little crochet shop in the back corner of this beautiful art gallery that we're in. That's Nancy John's art gallery. Yes. And I've been told that it packs a punch, even though it's just a corner. Mm. I have a couple of different yarn companies that I wholesale from, and I do custom crochet orders. I teach classes here right at this table. I teach private classes a couple nights a week, and I sell yarn and try and provide excellent yarn support for other small business owners. Now, I just want to make sure we do know this. It's just vegan yarn. Just all yes. synthetic? I do call it cruelty-free yarn. Um, I try and stay away from the animal shearing industry because you can't really guarantee the safety of the animals. And honestly, at the end of the day, half the time, they shrink anyway. <laughs> that is true, yes. <laughs> you have to definitely hand wash in cold. So you said that you do um, classes. Is there any specific age group or? I start at age five, actually, with um, just crocheting, learning with your finger. Oh, and I use like really thick yarn. Yes, yes. blankets. You've done quite a few of those blankets. I love those blankets. Tracy was addicted to making the blankets. Uh, last year, I think I made one for every single person that I know for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they were beautiful. So I do teach that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that yarn specifically has gone up in price. So the five-year-olds make a little blanket for themselves. <laughs> and then I go up from there, normally teaching crocheting with a hook after that class or starting at around age 10. And I teach any age pretty much after that. So. And what do they make? Is there something specific for each age group or? Um, well, like I said, the five-year-olds, they do the, they start with a little blanket for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um with starting with the hook, I like to teach like a, a cowl or a neck warmer because you're doing basic rows back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's super easy to practice. They can take it home and finish it. And then they come back for the uh, second half of their beginner class to finish it off and start something new. And I like to teach a circle for the second class. And then they usually make a little pair of slippers. Oh, is that ever cute? Yeah. Yes. I know you are working with this one little girl right now. And yes. is is that something that you usually do come up and create different products or projects with them? Or is it um, just different with her? I actually started with my friend Stephanie and her two girls. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make stuffed animals. And so I came up with the idea of them drawing the animals that they wanted to make and then creating their own pattern. So they actually get to learn how to write a pattern while they're uh, learning. That's amazing. It was pretty cool. So I, they have like their own little notebook and they do their pattern and then they can make it again. And so that worked really well. But with Tessa, it was a little different because she wanted to make something special 
bottle for her sister for Christmas for her little sister. And we're not going to mention what it is since it's a Christmas present. That's fair. I think that's fair. So she said she wanted to make something and then we kind of brainstormed together on how I could make a version of it for Christmas Mm. to sell. And it's going to be a pillow that's an animal. And is also a candy. <laughs> yes, the candy uh, oh, yes. colors. So. She played this game on Instagram where we were supposed to guess what it was. And I don't, did it, one person did. Oh, yes, did. her name is Angeline, and I owe her a $20 gift card. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you got that. Although I, I did don't put either. a few clues along the way because people were sort of close, but they were either guessing one or the other thing, the candy they or were the animal. They were together. Yeah, exactly. Now, you also do custom design work? I do, yes. Specifically for um, businesses, I like to do custom design work. Mm -hmm. So if a business has a product that they'd like to sell, but they haven't really seen it around, and I can happen to crochet it, I will. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For example, um, Charmaine at Ocean Bottom, she created the need for like a little soap pouch. Like a soap saver. Um, So she had me crocheting those for a couple of years, and I think she sold like over a thousand of them. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Now that you put it in and you can still use it, it. Yeah. So if your soap's dwindling, or she also, I believe, sells soap shavings, like the off pieces. Oh. So you can fill a bag with them at the store and then she. That's an amazing idea. Yes. And it's scrubby too, so you can like use it. It's pretty good. What is your favorite project that you've done so far that you've created yourself? That's a tough one. I know. I can think of one. You make a million different things, though. I can think of the most challenging one that I did was someone ordered an anatomically correct heart pillow for his girlfriend for Valentine's Day. (laughs) It was so ugly. (laughs) But I don't know. It turned out good. But So it was an anatomically correct heart. Yes. Was yes, she had, like, a nurse the two or valves. something? Or, I like, don't know. I think he wanted to describe his love as like real. Aww. Yes. Okay, that is cute then. Yes, it was pretty cute. Um, and I've been able to make some stuffed toys of people's pets who've passed away, which have Aww. been really meaningful. Um, it's sad, That's but sweet. they turn out really cute. People love them. My favorite though, I love making my teddy bear hat. The little newborn hats. Oh, my God. They're so cute. And, I mean, they're not really that cute until there's a baby in one. And then it's like, oh. But they really are. I mean, I've seen them here and you have your. I will bag them probably for my. (laughs) They're fun to make. Yes, they are fun to make. They're quick because they're so small, but I make them in every size. Even actually um, Jordan from Plant Joy. Oh, yeah. She has a teddy bear hat that I made. Aww. She loves it. So okay. They're yeah. for all ages. I um, need one now. Y- yeah, you, you could definitely I need pull one I need off, one. For sure. Now, during COVID, did you find that your yarn selling and classes and that might have increased because yes. people had time off? It did increase, but I truly believe it only increased because Michael's and Walmart were closed. And I hate to say that, but 
I was delivering yarn. But you were it was delivering. my best year. But that's the key because she did deliver to me as well. I had cheesecake delivered. I had yarn delivered. <laughs> I just know during the first shutdown, that was when it really picked up for me. I was probably doing between 10 and 15 deliveries a week all over Windsor, Essex County. I was driving to Kingsville. But you know what? I'll tell you something. I had a hard time going to Kingsville because there was nowhere to stop and go to the bathroom because everything, everything was and so like the one lady I was like I'm sorry I hate to just stop and drop this <laughs> off but like I need to get home I need to get home now and like there she didn't offer she didn't offer but no one was allowed in your house it was no. shut down I mean you you could have gone to jail for that well, not, exactly. not really but <laughs> yeah now as I did allude to earlier Diane is also an artist mm-hmm Yes. I wanted to ask you, because I have seen some of her work. It's amazing. What is your favorite medium to work with? I like acrylic paint, Mm -hmm. but I would say my favorite is like a a gel medium that you can use to transfer your photographs onto paper or wood or canvas. Canvas doesn't work that well for me, but paper or wood works really well. And then I can incorporate my photographs into my paintings. It's a nice starting point for me. I did not know that's what they did. Yes. Oh my God. Well, gel that's medium amazing. can be used for lots of other things, mm-hmm. but that's what I like to use it for. I remember looking at her artwork for the very first time, and you had a theme of the Virgin Mary. It, it oh. popped up <laughs> into each one of yes. your pictures somewhere in your paintings. I you had, had it. Well, This can actually tie in well with the crochet Mm -hmm. deliveries because I lived downtown for quite some time Mm -hmm. just off Erie Street West and I would see the like Mary sculptures in people's yards a lot, Um, especially just being around Little Italy. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of times an Italian thing. So... Uh, And we learned about those sculptures in art history class when I was in university at the University of Windsor. So they they were used as propaganda. Mm -hmm. And I always just found them really interesting. So I started taking pictures of them. And I found a lot of them while I was doing my yarn deliveries, especially in Essex and Forest Glade. So I take the picture and then I email it to myself with the street so I can title it Mary on them, whatever street it is. Are you still doing them? I do. Yeah, I do them. I took a little break from painting probably... Um, after the size show we had here at the gallery in September. But yeah, I I painted a few this year. Wow. Mm -hmm. They're just little, but they're fun. Do you have a preference between your needlework or your paintings? They're really different. Mm -hmm. So crochet is way easier for me. It's like I can watch TV while I'm doing it. It's not messy. I can leave it on the couch. You know, it's not like painting is a lot more... It's a lot more prep. It's a lot more cleanup. It's very draining, I think, um, Mm focus-wise, process-wise. And I don't have a lot of space to do paintings at home. So Nancy actually lets me paint in the back room back here. Oh, nice. It's been very convenient. And um, I can, like, watch a movie back there. I can listen to music, whatever I want to do. Nobody bothers me. Um, But I don't think I come here enough to paint after work because I'm already here mm, yeah full-time and I and I come here a lot too after work to uh like do my inventory and restock and all that stuff so I'm here a lot so sometimes I'm like oh I just want to go home but I'm done 
I would say I, I think I like crochet better, mm-hmm. but I think painting is a little more unique to me. So. I can see that. I knit and I crochet and I find and crochet photographer. And photographer. Yes. But I find that crochet, it's more gratifying because it's quick. Yeah, that Even too. You to can do something quickly for sure. Now, I did want to ask, because you do so much, is there any new hobbies or crafts that you've just been kind of looking at going, eh, maybe I might want to try that? You know, actually, there is. <laughs> there is. I can't believe I'm going to say this because I really don't know where it has the space to do it, but one of our artists here at the gallery, her name's Claire Hayes, mm-hmm. she does encaustic painting, which is painting on wood panel with a mixture of wax and oil paint. And she also does photo transfers in there and there's some other cool things involved. Um, She's thinking about teaching some classes in January and she has a beautiful barn studio out in the county. She does hair, but I think she's mentioned something about retiring at the end of the year and that she might be teaching classes. And I would jump on that in a second. Although it's very interesting work because um, you have your palette, like your paint palette has to be hot. So it's like on a hot plate because you're working with wax. Oh my goodness. I know. Okay. I, I want to try that out right now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we could do it together. <laughs> that might be. I am not a creative person. I need to have a pattern. I've just never been that type of person, but I think that would be something interesting to try. Yeah. So. It seems really neat and I love her work and I'm definitely interested in it. I just, as I said, like, I don't know where I would keep all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, really. One of our other artists, Susan Weeks, who has uh, actually took lessons from Claire at one point. She did a demonstration here last year and her palette was in a muffin tin, like a metal muffin tin. And she just lets it dry with like all the paintbrushes stuck in the... In the oh, wax. okay, yeah. Is she the one that has worked with the wood? She does work on wood. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen her. She does like a lot of the beach scenes. Oh, we'll I have like to do that. a little gallery tour. Yeah, definitely. Next time I, when Nancy Johns is here, we will oh, yeah, definitely sure. do, we have to have a tour because the artists in Windsor and Essex County are amazing. And that is specific to this gallery is yeah. just local artists. Yes. And Megan Cornwall from Iris and Marnie, her earrings. Yes. Give a good, good shout out to her. She is also going to be one of my podcasts in the next couple of weeks. We're just trying to figure out a time because she's insanely busy with all these markets and pop ups. Yes. I can't believe Windsor this year for the holidays is gone crazy and this girl is also going to be having a pop-up oh, yeah. here <laughs> i am promoted yes okay so i'm gonna have a holiday uh crochet goods sale here and actually a yarn sale for all my yarn customers that means you tracy yay um so out in the front there i'm gonna have a display with all my handmade goods i haven't done a craft show in two years now almost three years since the pandemic so i have a lot of stuff I have a lot of stuff to sell. I have Christmassy things, things for babies, things for him, things for her, lots of good stuff. Um, So it'll be Saturday, December 3rd and Sunday, December 4th from 11 till 3. Nancy John's Gallery, 4755 Wyandotte Street East near Paulette. And there'll be apple cider and some goodies. It's going to be fun. Oh, and I also have to mention, there is going to be a fun musical guest. Um, Nancy said he was just a little gentleman that she met who plays the fiddle, and he's in the Junior Symphony 
in the Windsor Symphony, and he is going to be here playing for I think about an hour Christmas songs and stuff. So I'm really excited to meet him. And Aww. yes, I, his name is escaping me unfortunately, but that's okay. I, it's going to be great. I can't wait to meet him. Now, I do have one last question. I want to mention that I have known this girl for I don't know how many years. I met her at an Etsy Christmas market. And then coincidentally, I ended up meeting Nancy, who let me know that she knew you because you were her. Yeah, I'm her employee. Yes. And so I did start going to your crochet club. Yes. And you were lucky enough to combine both your work and your business. And Nancy found a little corner for her at Nancy John's Gallery and Framing in... Since you work here daily, why not bring the business here? And that way, that could be a full-time business as well. And I try to stay out of that corner as much as possible because... That's a lie. uh, (laughs) I know. I sit there for hours just staring, going, okay... I shouldn't buy this. We have a rule. We have a rule. You have to use what you have at home. That's my rule for my friends, for my crochet clients, yarn (laughs) clients. If you have it at home, use it. If you need a little extra to finish what you have at home, I will give it to you because I have it. But it's never the right color. It's Uh, never. I can't even tell you the amount of yarn I have at home. And just the other day, I was like, I need white. I have every color but white because I use it so much for something. It's just, there's always bringing yarn home. Always. When I told you I was going to help you make the poppies, and this girl, Diane here, (laughs) every November, she makes poppies for Adopt-A-Vet, which you did this year, and I wanted to make a couple for her. I had no red yarn. You made what? 80. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say 100, but now, I, pretty close. I, honestly, out of the, all the yarn that I have, which is probably almost as much as what Diane has in her corner, I have no red. It happens, man. It happens. But I do have one last question before we go. Okay. Where do you see the hook pusher in the next year? Is there any changes that you'd like to make? Or Yes, there is a little bit of change I'd like to make. Actually, I'm trying to start up a service for small business owners or people that buy yarn in bulk, Mm -hmm. providing a special discount for them with minimum purchase order. I haven't worked it all out yet completely, but I do know that I'm going to call it Yarn Valet. Yes, I'm going to have um, delivery and just try and make sure that the crocheters in town that are selling things regularly in Mm -hmm. shops, whether it's consignment, wholesale, custom order, um, making patterns. There's so many crocheters in Windsor. I want to connect with more small business owners and be their yarn support. And you're going to be making your own creations for the small businesses as well? Yes. So small businesses that don't crochet, Mm -hmm. if they do need something, like I had mentioned with Ocean Bottom, an example, Mm -hmm. something like that, I'd like to move forward with, I think it's called like a passive or private label where... My label isn't necessarily placed on the product, but I'm providing a handmade product for another business to sell as theirs. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I'm going to be working a little more toward having those types of clients and filling my online shop with my handmade stuff so that people can pick from it and know exactly what I have 
And I think that will cut down on the custom orders a little bit because yeah. I'll have more of a variety for people to choose from. And will you still be doing classes? Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. classes, yeah. Oh. Yes, so I teach crochet classes Wednesday and Friday evenings here at the gallery um, from 7 to 9. You can either book one hour or two hours, and it's a private class or a small group of people that you want to be with. <laughs> and what is your website so that they can find out about your classes? Yes, my website is hookpusher.com. Okay. Yes. And Diane, I want to thank you so much for thank being you. my first episode. Thank it you. was awesome. I'm proud of you, Tracy. You thank did a great job. Beautiful. Thank you. And make sure to come to the Hook Pusher and get in on the deal on December 3rd and 4th. And make sure that you listen to YKG and Bloom because she's amazing. Thank you so <laughs> much for joining us. And again, my name is Tracy Martins. This is YKG and Bloom. And I will see you soon with my next small business. Cheers. Oh, cheers. On your hook butcher cup. Oh, <laughs> also made by a local yes. artisan of 411. 411 Pottery, Lindsay Marr, best pottery in town. Excellent. The mug holds a lot of wine. It really does. Mm -hmm. <laughs>